0: Welcome or welcome back to Both Sides of the Barricade. I have a very special guest this week, Mr. Gibson Borelli. I'm very excited to have him on. Gibson and I have been friends for quite some time, I would say like two years. And I'm really excited because we have a ton of stories and a lot of jokes to make. So Gibson, is there anything you'd like to say about yourself before we start?
1: (laughs) Hello, listeners. Let's get into it. I have this is long awaited on my end. I am the most mentioned guest on this podcast thus far, so I'm glad to put a face to the name, the most famous name. Just kidding. Uh, I love Jordan. I'm so excited for this.
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure Phoebe Bridgers has beaten you, but other than that, yes. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. And she has, she has every right. She has every right to do that. Well. I love her.
0: I mean, She's a queen. But true. Bobby Gibson can't has can't been be- mentioned many a time because every other guest is also friends with him because we he have- is a very small social circle so
1: exactly yep we, it's literally it, the four of us
0: yes um gibson is also little known fact little known uh he is a celebrity kids chef Oh
1: yes <laughs> yes i am
0: and the winner of season two yes yeah, season two season two of rachel versus guy kid kids cook off that's oh, wow
1: she, she got the title right today oh Let's right it. Yeah,
0: absolutely <laughs>
1: Yes, I am Guy Fieri's uh, replacement in about five years. The Food Network will be calling me. I just went through my audition process (laughs) for, uh, you know, for the replacement just to really prove that I have uh, the star power. But yes, yes, I I am a chef. I am a chief. I am a chef. (laughs) A chief. I'm a chief.
0: Yes, I will be threatening the Food Network daily if you ever had a show.
1: Absolutely. I mean, you should threaten the Food Network daily to run up my royalty checks so I can buy concert (laughs) tickets when shows come back but (laughs) potato potato we love you either way
0: (laughs) I I actually did see your show on air once Um, okay Because I think my parents were like, is that Gibson? And I was like, sure it is. It sure is. You have
1: no idea, like, not to sound like, like, be, like, glow, but, like, that happens to me so often. And I I can always tell when one of my shows airs, because, like, I'll randomly get, like, a group of, like, 20 followers on Instagram (laughs) that, like, I don't have any mutuals for. And a lot of them will be, like, people's mothers. So, like, I'm glad to know that, like, my stand base is really, like, all moms. Like, I'm really – it really makes me happy. But it's so funny because I'll be, like, one time I was – I was at the dentist and they had the food network playing and like I looked up while they were cleaning my teeth and I was like oh I was like there I am and the dentist was like no you're not I was like I was like turn around and like it was my face staring down
0: back at me that's me age 12 yeah no moms love Gibson that's what we're getting from this (laughs)
1: literally moms love Gibson Borelli please please send your mothers my name I will drink wine with them and talk about their children
0: (laughs) I will attend brunch (laughs) with them
1: (laughs) I will attend book club
0: So, how did we, celebrity kids chef and um, (laughs) South Jersey teen.
1: South Jersey legend, (laughs) legend.
0: How did we meet? Would you like to tell that story?
1: Yeah, we met through Clay, um, who is a previous uh, on this podcast, um, at a Dua Lipa show. Very briefly, I think we said hi to each other for like Five seconds.
0: Yeah. I think that was probably the point still where I was like, oh my God, I'm so nervous beating people from like Twitter just because I was like, oh I
1: thought you were so cool that you waved and I was like, damn. I was like, that's a baddie. But I was like, <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything. Um and then we I don't know if it was because I think it was because of Ian and the Lana LA to the moon uh Newark show that I yeah. was DMing with Ian about it. And he was like, I'm gonna come go and meet my friend Jordan. I was like, Oh, I know Jordan. And then I don't know if we saw each other at that show, but I know we were both there mm-hmm. that night. And then I, I think the first time we ever like really like hung out, hung out, like had like spent like multiple days together was Govball 2018.
0: Yeah, I would say and the name.
1: That day, was that Sunday, especially like, well th- that whole Govball day, like that Halsey day, the redacted Oh, we'll day,
0: get into that, we'll get into
1: that. I, I, I'm not talking about, get, get her off the TV. Uh, that day was so cursed but that sunday the sylvanessa little uzi day
0: Mm, perfect
1: so good good.
0: i forgot about that day that was so fun i I got on your shoulders that day
1: yeah there's (laughs) there's some photo of that i'll have to find it but like pull it
0: out i'll pull it out and post it on the instagram that
1: i think that was one of like if i think about it that was one of the best golf ball days ever like like out of any year like just so fun
0: Yeah, I would agree, especially like Sylvanessa. Like that one was like it was like seeing, yeah, it was like seeing like Beach House. Like it was just such like an atmospheric like fun time. We were just dancing and oh yeah, vibing,
1: vibing. (laughs) We were no no thoughts, just vibes. We were no, but that set was so good. I I, because it was like at sunset and the music was perfect and we were all together. And I think that day was so good because we weren't really trying to see anybody. We just, like, sat on the grass for the whole day and, like, ate and watched, like, because we could see two stages from where we were sitting. So we just kind of, like.
0: Yeah. Plus, like, I mean, compared to the day before, anything would have been relaxing.
1: (laughs) uh, Literally, that, the way that my bones hurt after that day. And, like, I remember after that, my I think I, uh, that was the first time I ever lost my voice is because I literally threw it out screaming at Halsey.
0: Can't blame you. Were you there at, like the Brockhampton show redacted but like <laughs> were Which you one? there because the... I've been to all of them <laughs> yeah true um I think it was love your parents tour the one where I lost my voice completely yes yeah I was gonna say did you hear me that week yes Who that, was, was, that so... was that
1: urban was that urban yes
0: yeah, yeah. that was when I went to like five shows in one week and yeah. I got a sinus infection and it was January and it was awful but yeah that was where I like I had absolutely like I had never lost my voice like that at a show Literally. so I'm like I can well, for
1: one of those broadcast we were bound to get sick because I remember for one of those Brockhampton shows I got there at 9 a.m maybe even before in and January. I think it was like I think it was like eight degrees that day like I remember I was so cold that I literally couldn't speak. Like I was like, like the shivers had shut my jaw shut, that like I couldn't even talk. So I knew one of us was bound to get sick. But then was it wait? Also, wasn't Halsey at one of those? Two of those?
0: Yes, I think she was. was she at the Irving the- show in the balcony? Yeah. Yeah, because people realized and then like ran out before the show ended to try to catch her outside. Yeah, and there was, was a like, certain
1: group of stands that was chilling outside the door yes. waiting for Halsey.
0: I don't even know if they went to the show or if they just like found out. No, they
1: didn't. Because I remember I, I walked out and they were like, oh, we thought we found out she was here. So we came over. I was like, y'all did not even see the show.
0: I'm like, Halsey, Jesse Rutherford and Devin Lee Carlson are here. That's what we did. That,
1: <laughs> that part. That part. And But like now, in hindsight, like, is it better that they didn't give money to Brockhampton? Yes. So. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Anyway, that's how oh, we met. Moving
0: on. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, yeah. I mean, we kind of touched on it, but how would you say our friendship has evolved over the past two years?
1: Oh my God, Are, have we not been through the ringer in the past two years? Yeah. Jordan and I have had high highs to low lows by Lolo Zuai. Yes. Um, we have. We have done it all. We have camped for charlie XEX. we have been to haunted houses we have fought in her kitchen we have done everything we uh, everything in between we have done it so literally all i can say is like after these two years like i feel like our fr- it actually when was that do a show because i think it, we might be coming up on like a, an anniversary
0: yeah i honestly think it was like november 2nd i thought so we got two years for sure
1: or i think that was 2017 so i think we've been on i think we're on three i think we met in 2017 but we really didn't become friends until 2018
0: true because gov ball was 2018 oh my god it was 2017
1: right so long that? ago that's great that dua show was amazing
0: she was serving that, that night
1: sure that um what, what did she wear that like bedazzled slip yeah the and
0: sea then like crew? the flame boots
1: the the flame boots i remember i saw a tweet where it was like only legends wear the flame boots mm-hmm. and it was like a photo of like rihanna in them Dua in them i forget who else was wearing them
0: well, they were yeah. They were like YSL, I think.
1: Oh, yeah. And they're also so hot that like, you better wear those boots.
0: Yeah. No, but I don't know. Serving. Our
1: friendship has taken many forms. We yes. have, <laughs> but we are besties. I think if there's one thing about us is that like, it, I, and I think that's to be said about like our entire friend group is that like, we can even go away, not speak for a while. And then we yeah. come back together and like, everything's still good. Like, like, we are still, it's not like a friendship that you have to tend to. Like, it's one of those friendships where you kind of connect enough that like, they exist throughout time and space. It's not like a, it's not one of those you have to attend to or it's going to go away.
0: Yeah. And I love like friendships like that. Like I'm all for like, I, I am so like obsessive with friends sometimes, like where I just oh, like, yeah. want to hang out all the time, but I love a good low maintenance friendship where oh, yeah. I can just like do my thing, then come back and do whatever. But yeah, it's nice because we live so far, like not like so far from each other, but it is a hike. And yeah, so- we
1: can't like, it's not like me and Clay, like I can't just come over to your house. Like, yeah. like we have to plan it.
0: So that's what makes it nice that it's low maintenance. Um, But the fact that we've bonded over shows has been so like amazing. If there's
1: one place, the best hotel in all of New Jersey is Jordan's residence, (laughs) her guest room. If y'all need a hotel, you will get the best hotel service ever. You will get to hang out with her brother. You'll get to hang out with Dylan, the king, Jordan's parents, the goat. You'll get to hang out in her basement if you're lucky and see her dad's poster collection. I mean, it is a true experience in the Jordan Taylor residence.
0: I'm going to start Airbnb ing the guest oh, room.
1: Please, please. Oh my God. Everyone's like, everyone's like, the hottest destination in the country right now, Marlton. <laughs> Airbnbs are selling quickly. That's why you should really you have a business you got to capitalize on.
0: No words sharing my town on the podcast.
1: Oh my God. No, she actually lives in, she lives in, Cherry Hill? Cherry Hill? uh,
0: It went from worse to
1: worse, sir. (laughs) Worse to worse, sir. Actually, my mission as a guest on this episode is just to slowly dox Jordan. Like, I'm just going to leak her, like, number.
0: Fair enough. I don't think anyone's searching, but...
1: (laughs) If anyone was curious, (laughs) here it is.
0: Well, enough about me in my home. Um, How would you describe yourself as a fan, Gibson?
1: Okay, well... I think me as a fan it's a little interesting because I think like going back to like the kid chef thing like I've seen kind of both sides of the entertainment industry I've both seen sides of
0: the barricade
1: yeah that's why I did that <laughs> you <laughs> see that? I'm so good like we are really just cross branding today but um but yeah so like I don't know I've seen both sides of the entertainment industry where I see how like the people that are praised and like the celebrities like handle their business. And then I've also seen the fan perspective. So I think it's like, I remember I went through this one year phase, which was really weird, where I was like a really crazy like stand. Like I was camping, I was going to hotels and meeting people. Like we were doing things that like looking back on it, I'm like, what is wrong with you? But like now I think I've kind of come into like a mature age where like I now, um, I think I, my, as, as a fan and an artist, like my relationship with them, I think it's just kind of like, I love music so much that I think, I, for me, it isn't about the celebrity as much as it is about the music.
0: Yeah. No, and I think, like, you and I have probably the most similar, yeah. um, you know, relationship with artists that I can, like, think of in my, like, list of guests that I have, yeah. um, just because, like, you and I both, I feel like we're, we have moments where we're very, like, crazy, insane. <laughs> crazy.
1: Crazy.
0: Yeah. But I think at the end of the day, like when we meet artists or people that we like look up to or just like their music, it's more of a casual experience versus, or at least a lot of the time. Sometimes like, look, I mean, you met Lord.
1: Oh yeah. When I met Lord, it was raps. Like there was, there was no casualness. It was like, that was like, I, I, and I, I, I usually when I meet celebrities like I'm like not ever like I'm not like hound I'm not like gonna like I think the worst thing you can ever do to anybody with a celebrity is like scream their name or scream in their face or cry like that shit that's just like like very overwhelming but like I remember when I met Lord, like I literally had things I wanted to say to her and like I just like in such a fan of her music that like at that like at that moment when we hugged my brain was like and cry right now (laughs) tears (laughs)
0: but
1: she looked at me and I was crying and I was like damn I was like this embarrassing and that's how it was with Lana for the first time but then when I met Lana again at um, the New Yorker festival when she like casually just sat behind me the whole show like oh, yeah. I, I remember I like was like I just like we I think we talked for like five minutes just like like casually just because I I don't know I I kind of got out of that phase where and I, I this is a conversation I had with clay um, where it was like you know they're just people with cool jobs and they just make good music and I think once you kind of take go, take away that a uh, like crazy celebrity factor that our culture like puts into yeah. celebrities. Then I think like you just realize that like they're a person, they made something that you like and like they're just a normal person.
0: Yeah, no, that's true. And cause it's not like they're going into or at least a lot of people and they're not going into it. Like, oh, I want to be a celebrity. So I'm going to make music just to be a celebrity. Like they're making music just cause they want to and like that right. their job and it just happens to put them on this like platform or pedestal. And so like, right. I think that's another thing like we meet a lot of these artists before they get to that point, like when they are right. smaller,
1: Like Billy, like yeah. we were, ha- like Billy, we hung out with her at Babies All Right in what twenty seventeen? Oh and my that god, yeah! Mm-hmm. Like it was, like we all hung out with her in in front of the venue, like. I think since we know how these people are, I'm also like looking out my window and someone like in a black car just pulled up and I don't know why like my like stand pulled in. I was like, black car. Um,
0: <laughs> not the black SUV. <laughs> not
1: the black SUV. Um, but yeah, I, so I think like once you get to know these people as just like a normal person, mm-hmm. like I think it takes away a lot of that like crazy, like Stan energy just because yeah. like you realize that they're just normal people. But I do think like on the flip side, like if I ever meet Lady Gaga, that will be a Stan moment because yeah. that is like like I think there's certain artists when you, their work means so much to you that it's hard to kind of meet the person that has created that work for yeah. you
0: especially someone like Gaga I mean like right the years of like serves that she has provided us oh and, yeah. like iconic like pop culture moments like it's it's hard to like look at her and be like that is just a normal person like us like right know she is obviously but it's hard I, I,
1: also for me, like, Gaga was the reason I realized I was gay. Like, I remember, like, being, like, seven years old, sitting on my computer watching a Poker Face music video and being, like, this is something. And then, like, that was, like, kind of the first, like, period I ever took it to be, like, to, like that really made me realize I was something different. So I think, like, if I ever meet Gaga or, like, Gaga, if you're listening, like, it just was, like, <laughs> it was just one of those moments where I just literally, like, my whole life has changed because of her. Yeah. So I think, so I think like, once you have, like, like, connections to celebrities and their work like that then I think it's a little interesting but I think for a lot of artists like we just kind of realize that they're normal people
0: yeah for sure and I was going to ask you like what your relationship with music was like growing up that like got you to this point and I think your relationship with like Gaga and her music is like a huge oh, yeah. factor in that but is there anyone else that you would attribute like getting I mean... into this world
1: my parents definitely and i think we've had this conversation before right oh, i honestly think it's genetic where like if your parents were big music fans or stands or concert groupies their children are gonna be because yeah. like my dad is a huge metal head like he like plays guitar loves metal so a lot of like aerosmith metallica black sab f-a-c-d-c like that was all like in my house and stuff i was listening to but then also my, from my mom's side like Shade was Shade and Jamiro so those are like the sounds of like my childhood so I I honestly think a lot of the reason why I I love music so much is attributed to my parents yeah and like I think them like putting me onto music and like them letting me go to shows was something and I think that's also because of my parents like my mom has seen Sade up and down the coast all around the country I think like 20 times wow and like my dad did had a radio show in college and like is a music hand and was a concert groupie and like went to all these metal shows and so like i think it's part of like i really think it's like your <laughs> i don't want to say it's genetic but i think there's something there's something in the air something in the yeah. water yeah. that like makes that translates it because i think your parents also understand what mindset you have
0: yeah well and i think that that's also i mean it's probably genetic like you said but also like just them like raising you on like so surrounded by music and just like being you know In touch with that like as a child like it kind of intrigues you like like i always talk about my dad and like how he would make mix cds for me and like i would play them on my little cd player and like it would just be like whatever he liked he would put on my cds and so
1: that that, my dad did that yeah i remember my dad used to um what was the song it was um it was chris it was a chris brown song um really Chris Brown and T-Pain, it was, like, he, he downloaded the Rockstar by Nickelback music video, and I, like, I could tell you, I could give you the scene-by-scene breakdown of that video, but it was, like, that, and there was a couple other songs, and then there was this one Chris uh, Brown song, and I remember when the Chris Brown Rihanna thing happened, I went through to every device in my house, and I, like, deleted it out of my library, and my dad was, like, why is the Chris Brown song missing from our iTunes? I was, like, you better not put it back on there, Rihanna is right. And my parents still didn't know I was gay because I was, like, writing for Rihanna. But, that's but like, I don't know. It's just, like, things like that. Like, like my parents literally fed me music. So, I think it's it's been part of my life.
0: Yeah. Because even my mom would play, like, I would get 80s pop from her. And then, like, my dad would give me, like, 90s, like, post-punk and, like, grunge Uh, music.
1: I really don't think we appreciate your dad enough. Like, I really just think he is the best man ever.
0: I literally asked him if he wanted to be on the podcast. He's like, "I don't think anyone would be interested in hearing." I would podcast. be
1: interested. We all would be interested. That's
0: what I'm saying. I'm like, "Dad, like you should really be on." Like he's like, "Yeah, but nobody's going to care." I'm like, "Dad, I talk about you in like every episode." Every <laughs> episode. Funny. And I t-
1: I talk about him in my normal dated. I am a stan. Listen, my stan freakouts when I meet somebody, Jordan's <laughs> dad. It Mon- Mon- right? Am- Mon- <laughs> I'm calm when I see Dave. I'm like, "Dave!"
0: <laughs> oh my god, I'll have to tell him that. He like, he, like loves you guys too, because he loves that you guys are so passionate about music. Because like I said, I think the first time he witnessed me like meeting Stan, people are like people from Twitter, I yeah. should say. Um, was the 1975 at Madison Square Garden and he'd never seen oh, the Oh, That show was so
1: awesome.
0: Yeah, he had never seen the 1975. So I was like, please take me. Like, I want to go to the show so bad. I like begged him. It was back in January that the tickets went on sale, and then it oh, yeah, in June. I was like, Dad, we have to go. Like, I want to see them so bad. That <laughs> and, was
1: the June first show. The June first yeah, show. Oh. Yeah. So absolutely. oh, that was that show was so fun.
0: I know. It was still one of my favorites. I talked about it with Allie. Um, but yeah, so I, he came to that, and then there were, like, 20 people from Twitter that, like, were all there. In the- oh, yeah. And so he witnessed me, like, actually meeting people that I had been talking about. I'm like, no, I know people on Twitter. Like, I, this isn't, like, a stranger, like, situation.
1: Right. And that's, like, when I would tell my mom, like, when I was, like, you know, 13, 14, like, sneaking into shows, in, like, middle school or early years of high school. Like, I would tell my mom, like, I'm going to my sh- the show with my friends. And they're like, she's like, what friends? And I was like, I was like, you know, Destiny and Allison and this and that. And I would like be naming like stands, and they'd be like, and my mom would be like, "Who are, do these people exist?" And I'm like,
0: "Yeah,
1: yes, they do." But I think it's hard for that's one thing for our, like I think or par- that's hard for parents to grapple is like Twitter is like you know when they like used to be like meeting somebody online was like sketchy as hell, but oh, now yeah. it's like Twitter and music Twitter. Like I've started saying I'm a member of music Twitter. I'm not a stan. I'm a member of music Twitter.
0: That's that's better. It sounds much more like professional and sane. Much
1: more like like that I'm competent and I'm smart. Yes. But like, yeah, I just, I don't know. I think like, it, and that is a big part of why I love going to New York City shows and like shows in like NYC Philly is because half of the fun is seeing people that you know there and making mm-hmm. friends. Yeah. Like if I never made friends at shows, I wouldn't know you. I wouldn't know Clay. I wouldn't know any of my best friends because like that's also part of the experience is going to these shows and meeting these people.
0: Yeah. And that's why my dad was, like, like he saw this, this, like, group of 20 people being, like, Jordan, like, hey, what's up? And I'm, like, oh, my God, see, Dad? Like, they're real. Like, he's, like, yeah, wow, right. they know you? Like So I think he was just, like, surprised that, that like, because you said it's it used to be, like, a sketchy thing. Like, he was surprised that it was, like, a legitimate thing. Also, right, that right. show turned him into, like, a 1975 stan. So. That show
1: is so classical. I really don't think we talk about how, listen, the 925, I love and hate them so much. But that show was the... We're allowed, I feel like I've already cursed on this, but I'm gonna, we're allowed to curse. You're here, allowed right?
0: to curse. You can say whatever you want.
1: <laughs> that show was the fucking shit. That show was so good. That show was like, I literally remember I left that show and I was like, that's what I'm talking about. The like,
0: energy. Like, it's just unmatched.
1: And that big, like, stand pit in the back of the GA, so unmatched. Yeah. Unmatched. Yeah. The, the vibes. And wasn't that like the same weekend where it was also like Govball that weekend? So it was like the 1975 then Govball.
0: Yeah, I didn't go to Govball, but I went to see Banks the next day in Philly. So
1: that's what yeah. it was. Cause it was, it was that weekend because I remember I camped for, it was, it was the 975 and then day one of Govball, which was Lord, which I camped all day and got center barricade for. And then the next day was,
0: that was Banks probably playing the
1: Banks yeah. day. It was the do it, the do it and Banks day where I met do it and Banks at the signing tent. And then the day after, Gutball was, it was a rainy day, but that was the day of the Halsey Sirius XM studio Webster show for HFK. So it was like, bang, 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 bang. But I think those days are so much, are some of the funnest days to ever like love music because yeah. those days where you're just like constantly listening to music and constantly running the shows with your friends and seeing things and getting into events. Like those are what make it worth it. And yeah. that's what like makes it so much fun.
0: Yeah. And I remember being in line for Banks because I camped the next day at like in the, Uh, for the Philly show and like Dua's album and uh hopeless fountain kingdom came out like the same day and I was like in line just streaming that and like Ian was there and we were just listening to that like the whole time in line and then that show was immaculate the altar tour banks if you're listening to this please read for the altar Banks, Banks,
1: (laughs) if you're listening to this I I love Banks so much and I don't think we talk about her enough as a culture she's so good she is so good
0: She's literally, like, my favorite artist to see live. But Honestly, like, I, again, love-hate relationship with 1975, but I'm sorry, their shows are literally unmatched. Like- unmatched.
1: Unmatched. Their shows are always... And I think a big part of what is so good about the 1975 is the energy in the crowd. Yeah. Like, if the energy in the crowd was off, the whole show would be off because they feed so much off their crowd's energy. But, like, when you get, like, a perfect storm 1975 show, it's, like, God tier. And especially, like, of all this... Not this summer because corona, but, like that the summer before like where it was like casey into the 975 into florence like the energy yeah. in the crowd was just so like by the time we got to florence like it was just like
0: whew, it yeah was gorgeous yeah i think my favorite shows that i've seen of them were definitely msg and then when i saw them in dc uh at the anthem that show was amazing oh, anthem. yeah it was like i'm trying to remember the very was, cursed anthem. yes but it was a great venue for them i'm trying to remember who was there from like like Alyssa was there um Alyssa's like the only one that i can remember off the top of Alyssa. my head because the energy that, <laughs> yeah amazing yeah i don't
1: know but i think my one of my favorite 975 shows which i don't i think anyone was there except izzy was when they played uh, meadows fest in queens yeah. at city field yeah. immaculate oh my god it was so i think they were right off it was like blood orange in them oh my god it was the the mm, mm, yeah. the, the meadows rest in peace a fallen soldier Always had the best lineups. Like the vibes were always so good. They got Sky Ferreira out of the goddamn hut to come perform with that, uh-huh. where, she, where she came on stage and cried for forty-five minutes, and then like said she had stage fright, performed with her sunglasses on, cried, did a new song, uh, did Love in Stereo. Like it was, it was like poor everything. Than- that honestly, not poor Sky. I'm over it, and I think we should have the conversation.
0: I it mean, just, I feel bad that she had that experience at the Meadows. Not like poor Sky, like everyone's forcing her to release. Like, uh,
1: well, yeah, well, poor Sky in that moment. But I mean, like in the in the in the terms of her career, no poor Sky. How? What has it been eight years?
0: Oh, I have no idea. It since twenty fourteen. Ridiculous. So, like, six, I think
1: ridiculous. Yeah. And then she gave us "Downhill Lullaby" and was like, boop.
0: Yeah, that was weird. How she just released one song and then was like, "Okay."
1: Because I think we were supposed to get a rollout there. And yeah, then just me never too. Happened.
0: Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, I was gonna say R.I.P. to the um the notes tour where Phoebe was gonna open. <laughs> the
1: Phoebe Bridgers headline Madison Square Garden Show? Are you close <laughs> with for the 1975? Yeah, with After Party by the 1975. Are you fucking serious? That made me so
0: it, it would have happened, but you know, you know what makes me feel better about it? It would have happened before Punisher was out. So I'm like, you know what? Like, maybe.
1: But, but still Stranger in the Alps live? Like, no. Are,
0: look, I'm trying yeah, to make but, myself feel better.
1: And then she would have came out for, what is it? God, Jesus Christ 2005, God Bless America?
0: Yeah.
1: Are you kidding me? Are I you know. fucking kidding? Me? And, but you know what? If anything, then Maddie got in his flop racist era. So then, like, we were able to throw that to the side real quick. And we were like, we were like, any... I was really, like, like, we tossed that shit right out. We said goodbye. And if anything, now she doesn't have to split her profit with them. And she can just headline Radio City like planned and be fine.
0: Not Radio City. I mean, I'll attend. I'll attend, like, any show I can for this tour.
1: I honestly was debating, like, not that I would have done it during Corona, but, like, that Red Rocks unplugged thing. Like, if I had been able to fly to Colorado and sit in the Red Rocks parking lot... Yeah, yeah. I would have done so with pleasure.
0: Yeah. Even if it wasn't, like, Corona, like, when things come back and if she has an actual show at Red Rocks, like, girl.
1: We will be in attendance. I'm
0: like, I might... I am getting on that plane. (laughs) I am
1: getting on that plane. That's my bucket. That's a bucket list venue for me. I need to go to Red Rocks.
0: Plus, like, it looks like the Punisher cover. I'm like, imagine being there.
1: Oh, my God. And also, can I give a hot take that... Copycat killer cover is better than the Punisher cover.
0: No, but okay. <laughs> but yes, I mean it
1: is amazing. I think I love I mean she gave that Halsey backbend. I was it like
0: it is really cool. I'm like the fact that it's all strings and vocals. I'm like I just know she did this for me.
1: <laughs> and the the Kyoto one she already put on Spotify. Amazing. Classical shit. Yeah. Classical shit.
0: She never misses i'm sorry like she never
1: Never misses misses. (laughs) i think it's ridiculous how she never misses like like when has she missed
0: can't think of time i really can't not
1: once not (laughs) once not once
0: oh my god i just okay i have this this quick question for you yes Um, so uh, it's not a quick question it'll probably go us on to another tangent give it to me
1: give it to me so to me
0: What kind of lengths have you gone to for artists and shows? Oh,
1: not this goddamn question. (laughs) I, okay. I think my weakest moment in my heart of hearts, when I think about things that I am not proud of, but I did it, is when I did 19 hours for 21 Pilots.
0: You did?
1: 19 hours for 21 Pilots. Oh my God
0: i didn't know that i thought you were gonna pull out webster hall so 19
1: I like, hours for 21 pilots it, i think it was i think it was which tour was
0: it a blurry okay it, that's fair So like
1: it was it was amazing yeah like i'm gonna put it out there i am an ex-21 pilot stan their music is so good vessel and blurry face classic like like that's we don't fair. even like we don't we don't need to do the slander but like I, we, I think we got there at three o'clock in the morning and we're not, we got there at three o'clock in the morning. I think we were numbers like a hundred, like, like number a hundred in line at 3am. They're as bad as
0: 1975 stands.
1: It was crazy. And it was at, it was at the Prudential Center in Newark. So we were camping at the Prudential Center outside in the middle of January. It was so crazy. And I, we, it was that was like toxic like that that crowd insane and I think I got four songs in and went to the back because it was like 12 it was like 12 year olds and like their mothers and it was so packed in and there was a point where I literally couldn't feel my feet and the crowd was swaying and I got my ankles like literally stepped on by someone in Doc Martens and I was in so much pain and my heart was beating and I thought I was gonna pass out and so I was like I was like I was like, and I went to the back and I was like 19 hours to stand in the back. But then I got barricaded at the B stage. And when uh, Tyler used to climb that pole for, uh, I think it was for car radio when he used to do that, I got barricaded for that pole. So if anything, it turned out really good, but like 19 fucking hours for 21 Pilots was absolutely ridiculous. I don't know why I ever did that.
0: Yeah. I'm trying to think of like an instance where you weren't with me, where I was like doing something clown-like but I'm like I'm trying to think because the only like the only time I've camped overnight was for Paul's for bad yeah. can I
1: talk about that? Now that, yeah. that now that that instance is wrapped and done you know who, you know who won that day me you know why because at 11:30, 30 when everyone was getting ready for bed I said I'm gonna go take my physics lab and I went home and I slept in my bed and I went to school and I took my physics final and then I left school directly after and popped back out and I brought everyone mac and cheese, so no one would be mad at me, and then we were good. That, but that show was fucking awesome. I, I literally listened to that Badlands audio and cry.
0: Yeah, oh my god, when that live thing came out, I was like, Immaculate. oh, oh, so we get to relive this, and you know what, good, because the amount of suffering that we- Serotonin,
1: the serotonin <laughs> that that brings, like, just listening to her, like, you know, like listening to our voices scream again. What yeah. did she say where she says, I recognize every person here. I was like.
0: I was like, I know you do. <laughs> I
1: was like, uh, I was like.
0: Doo, 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 doo. Yeah, we should. We'll have. Let's have a little section here about our like Halsey memories because we have quite a few together. We
1: have quite a fucking few. If there's one person I did the Olympics for, it's for Halsey. Yeah, like like, like Olympics. Like I did every ring in that Olympics logo.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll start with Govball. Because that was our first Halsey show together, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and I don't know if you went to GMA the morning before she played good. Morning. I did not yeah, I think I
1: did. she did GMA that day. I think what did we do instead? I just didn't think I had school.
0: yeah but it like, was right, it was before day one like it was the morning of day I think
1: one. it was I think it was it was the morning of day one, then I think i I don't know what I was doing that day, but I think that's different but anyway um yeah that was miserable i oh, clay fainting at barricade like the suffering having to push out of the travis scott pit which in hindsight why did we not stay at barricade but i mean we're not going to talk about that because, yeah like,
0: i wasn't like a stand like that for travis and i we you know what i chalk it up to i probably would have stayed if i had had water or food that entire oh, yeah. day like but I, I hadn't and
1: had flume not been playing because i i wanted to see that flume set yeah. and also like the we, we got our guffball Travis experience at Firefly. Yeah. In 2019. That I, show? Yeah. Wow. That, that, like, little front barricade section yeah. we had?
0: We weren't I'm getting pushed, so. But
1: that Halsey show, what I mean, it was so fun. It was like, worth
0: every second on that barricade. I don't care. Yeah. Like,
1: and it was, like, what What was it? It was, like, oh, my God. What was his name? Mickey Echo? did mm-hmm. he, like, play And that weird set? And then it was, like, Aurora classic
0: yeah lady which classic. was classic oh, yeah i'll give it to them that was it was fun for a you, festival set like i had fun
1: so good and I, we don't love them anymore now that they make songs called like i still talk to jesus i'm like i'm like you better work born again christian <laughs> um but and then it was cut copy which was terrible. I'm sorry. One of the worst festival sets I've ever sat through. Literally miserable. Them and Claro. Two of the worst festival sets I've ever sat through. And I and love like,
0: now I think I'd be happy to see Claro because I'm like, bags, yay! yay. Like, but like, I think like when she was first starting out, I just wasn't like feeling her music as much as everybody yeah, yeah. else was. But all my friends wanted to see Claro anytime she was playing a festival. And I was just like, mama. But I'm the colored. thing is, <laughs>
1: After, like after immunity came out and i fell in love with immunity i saw her at camp vlogna still a mess because like no words they put her on the i think she was on the main stage before fk twigs so okay. like she was going to get yeah. out right the, like the second she yeah. walked off stage but it was like all the frat boys like there was so many, like, not like frat boys, but like all the skater boys, and like they were just, I guess, trying to troll her, and like they were forming like these like fake mosh pits, and like the she, did, right, and she did like I don't think I can do this again, and like they did a mosh pit, and I don't know, I feel bad for her because like I know that her shows would be so good if everyone like knew the words, but it doesn't help her case.
0: Yeah. No, I yeah, Clara, I've seen her twice, and both times I was like. Perhaps not again, but there's
1: a, there's a video of the two of us at Govball sitting. sitting on the floor during her show. We were, we were like, we were, I think we were so annoyed that day. I can't remember why we were so that day. What a great lineup! How we were, I was so annoyed that day. I can't even tell you why.
0: <laughs> That's why.
1: Uh, we are not talking about Doc no, Martin. We are not <laughs> Doc Martin Gate. We can leave her. I think we can leave Doc her.
0: every time I hear someone wearing Doc Martens at a show like when you talked about your ankles getting stepped on I was like the trauma like I can never I will never wear Doc Martens to a show you
1: feel you feel like a phantom a phantom pain in your heels you're like
0: yeah I literally thought about it today like I was like if if I had to do that weekend over again to like keep concerts from stopping like because of corona would I do it no I would not. Like, if that meant that I had to do that weekend again, I would not do it. Like, not even to save concerts for this year. And that was that so bad. funny.
1: And that's what's so funny because, like, literally that weekend, that lo- dove ball lineup was so good. Yeah. Which, it was immaculate. Like, that Friday, where it was like Tyler, Brockhampton, Blood Orange, Mo. That Saturday, it was Florence, 935, Casey, Claro. And then that Sunday, which was like, didn't happen, but that would have been. Charlie, uh, SZA, SZA yeah. Trinata.
0: It wasn't like, the thing is like, I wouldn't even say it's like immaculate. It was just like five or six good people every day. And so every I was like, day. okay, that's perfect. Cause we never had to worry about like. Um, Overlapping overla-
1: sets.
0: Yeah. So I, I was like, I had to
1: worry about overlap once that year. And yeah. it was for Blood Orange and Mo. Blood Orange. I went to Mo. shit was amazing. And I saw I did, Blood like, Orange.
0: Honestly, yeah, yeah.
1: She's so good. Me and Miranda ride for her.
0: Yeah was miranda there
1: yeah it was me and miranda that's i was that's i was i was like you're coming to uh to bow with me i was like
0: (laughs) she didn't see blood orange
1: no because we because we're mo girlies me and me and miranda went to um union transfer on the oh right yeah 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 and like i remember mo like literally looked down the crowd and she pointed to us and she was like i was like I was like hello but hold on also circling back to Halsey
0: yeah I was gonna say I wanted to I forgot something that I wanted to say
1: I have a memory that I don't ever talk about because I think I was the only person there um and it just escaped me it's like one of my very specific Halsey memories that I think about all the time where is it come on you t- you say yours first because it'll come back to me. I know once you start talking.
0: Okay. Yeah. All I was gonna say was like when I saw her at GMA, I was with like my friends Brie. I was with Ian, like a couple other people. And Bree. Um,
1: that that queen Brie. I miss her. Love
0: her miss her. Um and she came down during colors and was like running around and like singing into the crowd. I remember singing one of the lines, like in we were in each other's faces, Halsey and I. And I was like, Hey girl. And like I had pink hair at the time. So like I don't know you if she... Like-
1: yeah, we I don't know if she other.
0: yeah, I don't know if she recognized me, whatever, but I had pink hair, which was like the first time that she had seen me with pink hair as far as I know. And um then the next day when she had her gov ball set and we were barricade, I was like, oh, she definitely recognized me because during the same song, during colors, when she ran down and gra- and like looked right into my eyes, I was like,
1: she was like, I see you.
0: It is my time. <laughs> it is oh. my time.
1: I remember what I wanted to say about Halsey. When I finessed a meet and greet at HFK tour, that was oh my right. that was my clowniest that was my clowniest moment because people that day wanted me dead.
0: I they remember, I remember you me telling me, me about day. this.
1: Literally, like, like, cause for I'll give the backstory of this. So on the HFK tour, there was Angelus meet and greet and Arya meet and greet, and then there was like Luna and Solace, which were like other VIP packages. Yeah, like
0: they had like a meet and greet and then like a lower level VIP, which just got you like merch and like a closer seat.
1: Right, which the closer seat was actually not closer, actually it was really terrible. But I mean we can not that's neither here nor there. But Um, keep
0: in mind the meet and greet was four hundred and fifty dollars. Right. And the normal
1: seat and the normal seat with the merch and everything, I think was like two hundred.
0: Yeah, like fifty or something. I don't remember. And
1: so like I had I think I had solace and they did this thing where if you got in line, if you were like solace or luna, if you had one of the lesser ones. Yeah. We got in line when it was time for meet and greet. They picked two people who didn't have meet and greet and upgraded them to meet yeah. and greet. And so I remember like the meet and greet check-in was at like 4.30. And I had got there at like 4.25. Like I just showed up and I was like, I was like, because all the other like hardcore stands had got in line for upgrades at 10 o'clock in the morning.
0: Yeah. Oh, because they and thought they- like, oh, if we camp. They're going to be like, oh, they stands. We'll pick them.
1: Right. They thought they were ahead of the people like in line for a normal VIP. And so they were coming and I like got behind the people um, in line. Like, like the last person who had meet and greet, I like was the next person. So they were coming down the list. They were checking and they go to me like, what's your name for meet and greet? And I was like, I don't have meet and greet. I'm just in line. And they're like, okay, wait here. And like, so they went and they just went and put a little meet and greet wristband on me and the I started like I, at that point that was like that was when I in my crazy stand phase I started like crying like because I had never been Halsey before and I was so excited and I was like I was like shaking like I was so happy and the looks from everyone else who had been there since 10 a.m was like 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 literally if looks could kill I would have been dead on the spot yeah like I, they I, wanted I me that. dead <laughs> yeah after. and and I remember I, I walked in and they all were like Gibson and I was like I was like, "Hey, the video of uh Miss Juicy." Well, that's not Miss Juicy. She's like,
0: "Hey, how y'all doing?" <laughs> Wait, it is her. Heart like, heart. Is hey, that her?
1: Regardless, <laughs> regardless, that. But in in but then, then so they put me at the front of the meet and greet line because they didn't want to put group me in with like the people who had like the pit tickets. So they let me go first in front of everyone. So I was the first to talk to her, but. The meet-and-greet photo booth wasn't working properly yet. Yeah. But I had already, like, entered the photo booth. So while they were trying to fix it, we literally sat and talked for 10 minutes. So I got a
0: free
1: 10-minute first, like, first out of the gate meet-and-greet for the non-meet-and-greet price at Halsey Barclays. That was – I think that was the, like, finesse of the
0: century. Yeah. And she – I'm sure she recognized you, like – or oh, yeah. who you were oh, yeah. at least yeah that's the thing with like yeah. it's like I, like I don't think she knows me because like we've met once or whatever but or like remembers me at least but and I know she does mm-hmm. like I know if I met her she'd be like hey like right. I know you like
1: hey I think she's she's definitely one of those people that's really good with faces and like literally like how she quoted me on Twitter the other day about New Jersey I was like so she knows i I was, I was like so she knows I live in New Jersey like yeah. like, like, I don't know She, I, she's one of those celebrities that's like while there may be some like hot topic moments about her and like no there might be some debate as to whether she's good or not or whatever like she is so good to her fans mm-hmm. and she just is an amazing person like even during like all the Black Lives Matter stuff like she was out there at the front lines of the marches like I think a, bi- a big thing with Halsey is even if you don't like her music you can't say that she's not an amazing fucking person.
0: Yeah completely and no, in this house, on this podcast, we stan. We stan Halsey. I don't care. We
1: stan. Like, we she stan. is, like,
0: just, she's just the best. Like... And she's,
1: she's also great. To, she is great to quote-unquote stan. Like, I think she's mm-hmm. one of those artists that really puts all their time into making an era. And so, like, even with, I remember HFK, like, she had the scavenger hunt. She had the secret shows. She, like, hid things so you could have to unlock the single cover, but it wasn't, like, a tweet that's, like, you had to go. And even with Badlands, like, the Badlands scavenger hunt for tickets like she does an era and i think that's what's like her and i was thinking about this with gaga too like you know there's certain artists that they'll give you the era they will give you like and i think the album is only part of it like they'll give you everything they'll give you a performance and looks and an aesthetic and like things for fans like they they go all out and that's what i think is really being a fun of uh what's fun of being a fan of people like gaga and halsey like you really get like they're gonna give you the era
0: yeah and it makes it fun like and I think it's because Halsey at least knows what it's like to be a Stan and knows what is like fun for us and exciting because, right. and I mean, I, I say fun, but like the, the like adrenaline that I get. Adrenaline. Like when like, I, I used to get like her post like the day that the Webster Hall shows were announced. I went, night, on, to, I, I went
1: <laughs> on to attack mode when she was like, and, and how I was able to get Badlands tickets. Like I was the only one out of the, my entire timeline to get them face value yeah. and then at the end of uh the HFK night when the nightmare banner dropped i was like
0: collapse and <laughs> even sorry. even
1: recently when she started posting like the teasers for like the new badlands era
0: mm-hmm.
1: like like she there's something about her and I think it's because we were fans of her when we were so young like mm-hmm. teenagers that like there's such an era of nostalgia and adrenaline and fun yeah. that gets brought out that we just are like we, we we're such a sucker for
0: yeah and I, I that's how like even like the older fans like you know people that I've met who are like out of college and like working they still like get excited when Halsey posts stuff because it's like right the, the memories that you have attached to it like you can't let it go and it's <laughs> You know? Exactly.
1: And that's how it is with us and Lana. Um,
0: <laughs> well.
1: You know, I, like the fact that, like, a year ago, it was like we could, like, it, everything was fine. We could we could just stand Lana in peace. And now here we are. But, Even like, now, th-
0: I'm like, she's not surveying. Like, if she was surveying, like, all she was, I would be like, yeah. But, like, I mean, I just can't the- get
1: the chemtrails teasers and the the teaser looks that we've been getting
0: sound just like nfr not that nfr was bad but i'm just like i want something new
1: oh no i'm not talking about the songs because let me Love me like a woman is a demo that she r- rushed released but like the <laughs> teaser for the um
0: the video yeah she did the video like yeah
1: uh and that vampire teaser uh,
0: but i think yeah. like
1: that's part of why we love people like lana so much too is because like we me and you have been lana stands since the beginning yeah. Like, Sin's born to die, if not paradise. Like, no, that, I'll
0: never let her go. I'm sorry. I can't. Never. Like, she'll still always be, like, in the back. It, like, even if it's on the back burner, she's there. Like, she she's will never be. She's
1: on the stove. Yeah. She's still, and I think, like, like for us, like, we've, I, I remember, I've been, a, I remember the day that Ultraviolence was released. Me too. <laughs> like, like, we have been there for her for so long that I think there's certain artists that, like, there is no going away.
0: Yeah. I remember she's crying the first time I heard West Coast. Like, and it's not even a sad song. Like, I just cried. I was like, oh, that guitar?
1: The first time I heard that Shades of Cool High Note. Yeah. I was like, boop, boop.
0: Yeah, sorry. Like, she's always going to be there. It, it's just, there's, I think, I think I read somewhere, there was like a study um, where it said like, the artists that you listen to, like in your like late adolescence and like into your college years are like the artists that you form. Like, like you're they're the ones that you're going to listen to your whole life. And so I think right, it's just, like, that right. growth period for you and, like, what the soundtrack to that time period is. It just sticks with you. So I think... That's
1: that's also, cool. like, her music is fucking amazing.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, like it, it's influenced, like, every, like, almost every female alt pop or just, like, like anyone who right. is, like, in that wide right. range of genres. Like, she's influenced right. every single one or, like, almost all of them. Right. So, even though she is questionable,
1: everything like questionable nowadays, we are not post Jones Beach show. Yeah. September. We don't know what's going on.
0: Yeah.
1: We don't know what's going on. But everything before, all of her albums are amazing. There's not a bad album. Yeah. There there are albums that are not as good as others, but there's no bad album.
0: Yeah. And I wonder if that's because like and I- like
1: she she always gave it to us. I love her.
0: Yeah. No, she I mean the first couple albums like she was serving like movies for music videos like it was crazy.
1: Tropical and the Freak music video premiere. I mean like she again she was giving it to you.
0: Yeah. So I I can appreciate that now is like my Absolutely. One. But yeah, I think we should touch really quickly on Webster Hall just cuz that's where the clown picture originated.
1: <laughs> that was taken the day before in line in the rain Yeah, that line was toxic that line was crazy yeah there were fights to be had there was yelling there was confusion there was free pizza um
0: yes
1: (laughs) what a time to be alive that show was it really was um quite an experience
0: yeah i'm sure clay and i touched on it too but yeah it was just like it was the only time i've ever like camped overnight um and it was not fun I mean it was fun because I knew a lot of people but it was just not a fun it's not fun to sit sit on the street for over 24 hours like it it was
1: raining too
0: yeah what was so crazy about it for me was like we we camped overnight for the first night and then just got right back in line like who does that
1: that was cracked that was absolutely cracked um I could not have the only time I did overnight was for taylor swift at good morning america yeah which i did because i all my friends were going and i was like i'll go and like the show is at seven o'clock in the morning so it wasn't like we were overnighting and then we had the whole rest of the day to go yeah
0: it was like in the morning
1: like first thing in the morning and i got in line right after because tame Paula played msg that night so i just went right from msg to like the line and then i sat there for like in total it was probably like eight hours or whatever
0: yeah that's not cool
1: it's not too bad but i mean like overnighting is a disaster yeah and because I think the thing about overnighting is once you overnight then you have to do the whole rest of the day and then in mm-hmm. the show so your body is still fucked up from getting no sleep yeah the rest of the day you're just like
0: yeah you're like looking at your phone like insanely just checking to see if like an hour has gone by and it never has like it's like 20 minutes at most and you're just and, like
1: and the fear of like Door is happening while you're like going to the bathroom in a Rite Aid for two minutes.
0: Yeah, the fear, the The fear, fear.
1: the the the, the love and fear.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, it's just it's not it. I mean, like that's like, do would I go back after things come back? Yes. Yeah, I think I would.
1: No, I would not. (laughs) No, I would. I would not. Mm, 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 mm. Yes, yes, yes. I would not. I go yes if I if I went back no I didn't yes I did (laughs) I was
0: just gonna say if I go back to camping overnight no I didn't didn't. yes I did
1: yes I'm telling you when shows come back y'all will not see me I'm just gonna go yeah I'm
0: going everywhere all over
1: I will be all over every music festival all the music festivals that I had planned for this summer Coachella, Govlaw, Firefly, Bonnaroo Mm -hmm. Fest, Camp Flognaw, Lala like all those you will not catch me at home I will be out and about COVID vaccine please come please yeah. COVID vaccine if you're listening please arrive soon
0: yeah <laughs> I hope so oh my god I'm going to be. well I mean that's pretty much everything I thought to cover is there anything you would like to cover I feel like we kind of touched on each little thing but I'm trying like what would you say your like most memorable show is like out of all of them Oh even it's one, like
1: It's the one that I don't shut the fuck up about. Lord Bowery Ballroom.
0: Oh yeah.
1: That show um, was I. I had I had no money. I, I think I had seven dollars in cash on me. I was underage. It was eighteen plus. I was sixteen, and I had no ticket, and I ended up on the barricade. I, I I I don't know a time that I have finessed harder.
0: Yeah.
1: And I and not even that like not even me pulling that off like that show and seeing melodrama in Bowery Ballroom so close it wasn't like there was a full production or anything just like seeing Lord in that small space and mm-hmm. hearing those songs and ha- like 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 oh my god yeah and I, like I, I know I talk about it a lot but like seriously like it was one of those shows that like I'll for'll always remember because like it was just so sp- it's it was so special
0: yeah. Not and it will
1: it, never happen again. And she could never do that as a ticketed event because tickets would evaporate.
0: Yeah. And so for those who don't know, Bowery, is Bowery like 500 people?
1: 500 people.
0: Yeah. I was. 500 gonna, people. It's very small compared yeah. to like her arena tour. that Yeah. Which that also reminds me because it was the same weekend as like the melodrama like listening party, which I got invited to.
1: Drama. let's talk about more trauma melodrama yeah melodrama that was well,
0: yeah i mean the only thing i can say about that is like i remember getting invited to the listening party because i emailed it like immediately after they tweeted like the email um and i like begged my dad to let me go and he didn't <laughs> and so i didn't get to I go was,
1: i was underage and i still emailed i was like it's that video of, it's the video of um the the asmr lady where she's typing and eating the chips she's like
0: (laughs) well the thing is like you were at least closer to new york like it made sense like for me like i had never at that point gone to new york by myself and so it was like my parents were like you're not doing that like i had never even driven to the train station i had only gone like i said with my dad um like a week or two before for the 1975 you know what perhaps
1: sometimes we are anti-dave
0: yes Sometimes that was one of the times.
1: Not when he makes his award-winning chili or no. not when he is the king, but
0: yes, sometimes as a treat. Oh no, and I hold that against him, and he's like, Look, I'm sorry, I just wanted you to be safe. And I'm like, and I get I didn't that get you. to meet Lord. Yeah. But it is what I it don't is. Know.
1: Also, I have one question for you. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite memory of the two of us together? <sighs> favorite that's that's not gov ball.
0: That's a I ha- one.
1: I have one. <sighs>
0: Honestly, like, I'm trying to think about, like, all the shows we've seen together. We've seen a lot. So like, really. and we have a lot of, sh- like, a lot of memories outside of shows where I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, that was really fun. But right. I'm trying to think. Honestly, like, Firefly was really fun.
1: That amazing.
0: Like, I would honestly right. say, because we had, like, those front row passes and we could kind of, like, avoid the crowd. And it was just more chill than Gov Ball because Ball was, like, yeah. two weeks before and it was not fun for me. Nope. Um, so... I would say Firefly just because it was a lot more laid back and I felt like we could really just, like, enjoy the festival. Right. Um, and seeing Travis was fun together. and That
1: close, too. Yeah. And I, that weekend was so fun. And that, that Alice in Wonderland set was so, so ridiculous. Fun. Yeah. And the silent disco and everything. I think my favorite memory with you, was, it's a direct tie. Actually, no, I have a favorite. It was um, – when we did Charlie Philly and we went to the haunted house.
0: Oh yeah. That was so fun too.
1: That whole weekend when we, we did that and we did Perkins and we oh, did I'm the
0: closed. day. Perkins closed. Come-
1: <laughs> No. ripping the chair.
0: I know. I haven't gone back. Cause it's still like a diner. It's just like under a different name. So maybe it's still the same food, but I'm like, so not
1: upset. this.
0: I'm so upset. Not
1: <laughs> this shit. Oh my God. Oh- but yeah mind. tainted memory uh, no 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 but, but like that whole weekend was so fun and then we did the we did the day in philly where we saw rachel drach when we were getting mint hot chocolate
0: yeah oh my god that was fun because it was just the two of us too it like it's really rare that it's just the two of us hanging out rare. but that was really fun going to, to philly good. yeah i miss philly i have not been back since before corona rightfully so yeah, but I'm just sad. I miss it. But yeah, that was a really fun day. And seeing Charlie with you is like always so fun. Like LPR was super fun yeah. too. So. And then we
1: did we did that Dorian Electra after party.
0: <laughs> that was something.
1: That when we when we um we thought that Charlie was gonna be there, and then I made you, what I made you stay up till what two o'clock in the morning.
0: Yes, I was like, can we go? <laughs> I, I was like, no.
1: Umar was about to be on, and then we left, and Umar did uh, Lucy Lou and I was like, Argh.
0: Yeah, I know. I'm like, out of all the songs. And like love, love umru, but sometimes like I, I, just don't like DJ sets. Like it's really rare that I like a DJ set. So like even yeah. seeing Umru DJ, I was like, "Well, not playing green money in a briefcase." <laughs> right? There's
1: no green money in a briefcase. Green money in a briefcase. Green, green, green. green, green. I'm like, uh, <laughs> whiplash. Oh my Fucking god.
0: Whiplash. Okay. Let's say our current favorites of the week.
1: Okay. <laughs> do who do, who wants to go first? Because you apparently have notable, notably interesting one
0: yes so like yeah if you have like a current favorite song album artist i'll say mine i was kind of struggling this week because i felt like not a lot of like new things came out but um i listed a couple so my favorite song right now is probably want me by baby queen i don't know if you listen to baby queen
1: i love internet religion yeah Wow.
0: i love that. so good yeah i'm really i love baby Queen. her ep comes out tonight it'll be out by the time this episode is out but her EP oh
1: I will have to stream
0: yeah it's coming out tonight so enjoy again if you're listening to this it is already out but
1: go listen to it the medicine EP so if anything you have no excuse now that it is already out
0: yes and then I so hey you are gonna think I'm crazy for because I slandered this album a lot when it came out but I've given it a second chance
1: what is it Jordan (laughs) what is it
0: well, what what, you know-
1: Jordan, 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 what is it? What is the album? What is the album?
0: We talked a lot about the 1975 tonight. This
1: fucking shit. Oh, boo. <laughs> boo. I'm totally gonna break. Like, headphone listeners, beware. Boo. <laughs> boo. Get her off the stage. Are you? Are you? Are-
0: No, I'm, I'm literally being serious. Like I re-listened to notes on a conditional form and I was like, okay, I see what they were doing. And I like it. I don't, I'm still not obsessed. I still think it's probably my least favorite, but I like it now. And I can actually like enjoy all of the songs. Whereas before I had to like cut it down to like 12 because I didn't want to listen to 22. But now I'm like, okay, like I listened to it, like in the, like I was listening to something While I was studying. And so like I put that on and I was actually like really enjoying it. So I'm like, okay. This. I've also been listening to like not a lot of new albums. So I kind of gave that a second chance. And then Mm. other than that, I've been listening to like Hard to Imagine the Neighborhood Ever Changing by the Neighborhood. Like it's just like a lot of like old band albums that I like. I mean, that's not even old, but like not as recent albums by bands that I already like. So that's kind of what I've been listening to. And then my favorite artists right now are I really like Benny's music. Like Benny is oh, yeah. putting out really great stuff right now. He's
1: always been making bangers, and I literally yeah. think it's time. Like, like she had the one song, the super lonely song with Gus mm-hmm. Dapperdin or whatever. Yeah. But like her stuff bangs. It's so good. Yeah, I Spider always liked, yeah,
0: I really liked glitter. Like when like her EP oh, came yeah. out. Yeah. So I was like, I just haven't been like keeping up. And then she put out "Plain" that song with like Flo Millie and Lily Allen, and I was like, wow, this oh, is. It's so good. You should listen to it. The hook is like amazing. I was confused because I was like, what a weird pairing. I know, but it was really, really good. I like listening to that song all the time. And then I, I would also say Brie Runway is a favorite. Brie Runway's new mixtape, tape. Thousand and Forever. Yeah. Go listen to that because Brie Runway's an icon.
1: HCM with Missy Elliott. Like, are we kidding?
0: Yeah. Okay. So what are your current favorites?
1: So I have like, I kind of go through these weird phases where like I, I get into like sections of my playlist. Same. Like, I'll just go down like it's an album. So, I've kind of been living today, at least in this section of my playlist. That goes One More Weekend by Molly Classic. Amazing. Classic. Lifetime by Rami, who is uh, a member of the XX. Yeah. Smoke Signals by Phoebe. Chris. A little depression is a treat. <laughs> as a, um, treat. <laughs> as a treat. Little Green by Joni Mitchell. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Here We Go Again by Mariah Carey. It's from her The Rarities album. Listen, I don't really listen a lot of Mariah Carey, but this song, it's like crack to me. Like, it's just like, uh, 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 it's that video of Gaga going, uh, 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 <laughs>
0: like,
1: it's that to me. And then Strawberry Blonde by Mitski.
0: Oh, I love that song. So
1: good. Um, "Carry" by Joni Mitchell and then Skate Depot by Channel Trace are like the 10 songs right now that I've just like literally today, like, love. And then I think album, let's check. What have I been streaming? I've been doing a lot of position streaming. Oh, same. A lot. I think a little, I think a concerning amount. Oh, yeah. wait, also, new Pale Wave single?
0: Yeah, oh, I'll be streaming. That's another album cool. I was listening to a ton this week, Pale Waves. I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm They're, getting back into these grids.
1: Their <laughs> records are really good. But I think yeah. my two my two albums, Positions, Classical, yep. um, and Fruit by Marina, her magnum opus, I We'll die on this hill. It is her best album. Blue. That's an of-
0: unpopular opinion too, because a lot of um, diamonds <laughs> hate we that album.
1: We get it. We get it. Gay, we get it. All the gay twinks like Electra Heart because they want to feel like Electra Heart. We get it. Pack it up. Move it on. Fruit. Fruit is the not. Fruit is her best body work, and I will die on that hill.
0: I <laughs> do love fruit. I wish that like she had continued that sound into Love and Fear, but
1: <laughs> you I know mean, how it
0: goes. I <laughs>
1: think we all did, but uh. <laughs>
0: Wait, um, what's your favorite song on Positions? 34.35. Oh. Yeah. I kind of love that like, one, but I think just like Magic is my favorite.
1: Oh yeah, oh, yeah. But I think like Ariana, like making a hook to a song being like, can we stay up all night? Fuck me until the daylight. 34.35. Like, <laughs> like. He suck like, sucking like, away with oh words. <laughs> my, like, oh, my. Like, like I literally just, I heard that song and I, me and Clyde listened to it together. And I literally, I just remember I heard that and I just went, oh, my God like yeah
0: and I, I had not put 34 and 35 together <laughs> like
1: I, I was like it. what is this I was like what is this title and then I heard like the ending and then I heard it and it all I was like I was like I was like this one was like ah <laughs> like I was gasping like it it took me for a whirlwind yeah and then I, and then uh artist Phoebe Bridgers classical
0: and that's valid it's valid is a queen
1: it's so i mean i I, especially for fall like she is the fall she is the fall artist like like i have this one playlist called punish lore which is like punisher folklore stranger in the alps and read by taylor swift and like those four albums are like the fall soundtrack but i think like phoebe ridgers just like is the woman. is the woman we all wanted to be is the friend we always needed is the mother we always wanted. She is the best friend that would take care of us in a time of need. She is the COVID vaccine. She is everything and nothing. And she is every tree, every mountain. She is the air we breathe and the water we drink. She is depression and she is also therapy. She is a poem and a book. She is everything.
0: (laughs) I'm actually crying. she, no, she,
1: she's so good.
0: Phoebe's music is free therapy. Like anyone who doesn't listen to it, you're just not sad enough. Like,
1: <laughs> it's free therapy, but it also makes it worse.
0: You're correct. You're
1: exactly. Correct. Exactly.
0: You are correct. Well, on that note, on the
1: note of depression from Phoebe Bridgers.
0: would you like to plug your social media?
1: <laughs> oh, abs- what do you think? I, what do you think this is? I'm, I'm, I'm doing free press. I'm kidding um uh celebrity chef, celebrity chef uh, listen you you handsomely paid my booking fee and i obliged to be on the podcast <laughs> my writer was sent my my packages were sent via fresh direct for my writer i mean okay. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know um uh my instagram is at gibson barelli uh my twitter is a world alone but the l in alone is an i um and uh, my spotify is gibson barelli um that's about it. I really don't do anything else. I just kind of—I don't have TikTok. I'm anti-TikTok. I think I also should have discussed this. I'm anti-TikTok. TikTok is ruining music, but that's a different story. Um, but uh, yeah, you can, uh, and I'm also like all over Jordan's social media pages. So yes. if you can't find me, I'm always liking a tweet of Jordan's or
0: commenting on her posts. So
1: i i exist in the in the Jordan. Or we support
0: universe. each other's tweets.
1: Right. The Jordan cinematic universe is filled with my content.
0: <laughs> cinematic. Uh, well with all that being said, well gibson i must tell you really quick you were like requested by people like on the podcast like when oh, i put like yeah. yeah i was like who's like your dream guest like people were like gibson i'm like oh, oh well shit. he was already uh, planned but
1: i'm so fucking listen I, I i i was telling clay i was like any excuse to talk about myself i will be taking i was i was like pl- I was like, because the thing is, me and you, we have so many funny fucking stories. Yeah. That, like, I don't even think like, a podcast episode covers all of it.
0: No, like, we literally could have filled two hours, but like, two
1: hours. You
0: know what? Maybe he'll be back next season, ladies and gentlemen. Two,
1: I mean, season two. I mean, like, comment, and subscribe if you want to see more of my Charlie XCX merch and my Alexa Demi tapestry.
0: Ah, yes. Love it. Ah, yes. So everyone this has been an episode of both sides of the barricade you can follow us on instagram at both sides of the barricade you can follow us on twitter at bsotb pod the acronym and then pod you can subscribe to us on youtube both sides of the barricade follow us on spotify apple podcasts whatever um my instagram and twitter are jTaylorldr. ldr And this episode is available on Spotify, iTunes. You can watch it on YouTube. Please follow, subscribe, like, download, rate, comment, all of that. Please leave me a rating. I love to read them. It's always so nice to see people's reactions. I'm glad you guys are enjoying. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Gibson, for being on.
1: You're welcome. This podcast is brought to you by Audible and Squarespace. No,
0: (laughs) they're not paying me. No free (laughs) for <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Thank you Gibson for being on. Goodbye, I'll see anymore. you next week with our next artist episode. I'm very excited and we will see you next time. Bye. <laughs>